Well, hello everyone. Happy New Year. We wish you all the best in this incoming year. And when I say the best, the best efforts that you can provide, you can share so that we could change all these things that are happening that's not beneficial for us, especially things that we all know that's been like adding one more demand for after the other so we can slowly 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 give in and not do anything and before you know it we're literally becoming a slave a slave in this modern world so happy new year and let's continue to do our work and from quantum nurse and freedom international live stream i bring you today's guest susan sweden from travel Freedom Travel Alliance. And with me are Hartmut from Germany and Steve from Asia. And we are here um, just being, just wanting to provide this opportunity and this moment so we can continue to empower and educate not just you, but ourselves. And this is like the motivation, this, this the inspiration that we get is that we can be together even from a distance. So let me just tell you a little bit about Susan and thank you, Susan, for being here. Thank Susan is, <laughs> Susan Sweeten. Among her many pursuits, Susan Sweeten is a serial entrepreneur. She is an event architect, and I love that term, event architect founder of the nonprofit Urban Global Health Alliance, as well as a passionate mother, wife, friend, and freedom fighter. She, like the business she has helped to build, is part innovation and part rebellion. After working inside a C-suite of companies that held over 1 billion assets under management, having 20 years inside of the fast-paced, hard-hitting industries of private equity and fashion. Susan now has undertaken the task of building the broken travel industry by launching Freedom Travel Alliance. And she can describe to us more what she's been doing and also her what, what drives her really to continue. And of course, we can all relate to all of us who are mothers, grandmothers, and we, we, you know, even if we're out and we take care of children, for our children, we do something different. Even if it, it, it means risk for ourselves, it's okay. So Susan, thank you again. Thanks for having me. Um, I think it's important that everyone understands that the freedom to move is where they're going to catch us and where they have caught us from the idea of being able to sit inside a cafe to walking inside a restaurant uh, to having and celebrating milestone moments such as birthdays, funerals, weddings, and most recently holidays. And it, by allowing us to be captured that way, um, they have definitely put us inside of a box that Freedom Travel Alliance is looking to break through. And I know, Susan, I just, there is a medical mission that, you know, other organizations was about to do, and yet they, they have to postpone that. And I bet there's many more activities and travels. And as social beings, we love to travel. We love to travel, we love to connect people. Although there's this global internet, which I used to say to my friends, oh, when, then when someone tells me, where did you go this weekend? I say, oh, I went to Australia, I went to this. And that was when the network, the internet was new. 
and they just get a kick out of me because said, oh, I went to this. I had lunch here. I had lunch there. But truthfully, it's just nice to be physically be able to fly and then see friends, see new faces and new places. So when you created this Freedom Travel Alliance, I, I'm sure it wasn't easy. So tell us what were your difficulties and what happened on your first few weeks, few months, and yeah. know, maybe until now. It's been an experience. What we joke about is we know we're right over target when in the first 30 days of operation, our proton mail was shut down, our PayPal was frozen, and a hit piece came out about us uh, in the Daily Beast. So we knew we were over target. But I will say that what's important for me and for everyone here of your audience to know about Freedom Travel Alliance is where it came from and why. The necessity for this organization came from my desire to protect my son. Um, unfortunately, um, I was not as informed as I needed to be as a new mom when my son was born and he received the hepatitis B vaccination at birth and stopped breathing every hour on the hour for the first 24 hours. And had I been able to do the risk benefit analysis myself, given full informed consent, I would have opted out of that particular vaccine. Uh, it led me in one respect, thankfully, down the path of understanding what are inside of these vaccinations and doing my own personal deep dive, um, getting connected to freedom-minded, like-minded, informed consent organizations such as NVIC, such as CHD, and then inside of my own state, understanding that my son, in order to attend school, they were going to hold hostage his health records. And, um, and I was lucky to have a son. I was blessed. I was told at an early age that I would not have children. So the fact that I even had him, he was a gift from God. And the fact that he allowed me to, what we say, dodge a bullet after my son's reaction for him to continue to um, develop normally and atypically. And, you know, I had just had to hold him for the first nine months of his life, uh, never putting him down because he suffered what was called apnea inside of the vaccine. Um, uh, uh, sheet, I found one pediatrician after six looking for it, what was going on with my son. We are in this place of full informed consent leading up to Corona, right? So I know what it looks like to, um, what it looks like to be an investigative reporter when it comes to your health. It didn't stop with this Corona jab. And what I was most concerned with inside of New Jersey after our, our religious exemption win from a legislative perspective was they're going to knock on doors next. And they started to already. They were in the low income areas knocking on doors with the jab. And I was freaking out, like freaking out. I became so fearful of my son's safety that I started to search the, the flights and having a private jet. And I happened to be at a barbecue of a friend's over the summer in 2020. And the, one of the gentlemen owned his own little four passenger plane. And he thought I was joking when I said, how much cash in a brown paper bag do I need to bring you in order to secure seats on your flight when it all hits the fan and I need to get a rescue exit extraction of my family out on your flight? And he laughed and he like was so kind. And he goes, oh, Susan, I would have to get my own family out first. And it set me in motion of Oh my gosh, what am I going to do when they do, when they come for my natural born human? They need, they decided that they've ruined the rest of society 
you know, and for the greater good. Now my son is on the chopping block. They need his guts. They need organs. They need tissue samples. They need his, his pure blood from, from the natural born human perspective. And I went all in depth into eBay of planes. I've used private planes in my past life as an event planner. So I was familiar with the amazing flexibility and the, um, uh, availability and the permissions that you get when you travel private. Most of my C-suite guys that I supported flew that way and they got, they got away with a lot, like from showing up 10 minutes before the flight to ways they got to travel. So it got me thinking of like, this is where we need to sit. This is what I need to be doing. And my husband, you know, I joke about this uh, with people. My husband thought I was crazy. And I looked at him and I said, I might be, but I still need a plane. We need an exit strategy. What are we going to do? And inside of that, we just got connected with other like-minded individuals from Dolores to Kevin, um, my other business partners. uh, And we just started digging in on this. I personally made it my mission. I found a local regional operator that had a 271 passenger plane that they were willing to lease to me. And they said, look, if you got the audience and you have, you can put, you know, butts in seats, we'll charter the plane to you. We'll handle the licensing, we'll handle the insurance, we'll handle the ticketing. You just get us the people and we'll we'll cut out some deals. And I thought I was like, this is amazing. We're onto something. Let's create an organization to see if anyone else is worried about traveling. This was pre-mask mandates inside of the United States. Let's see if anyone else is up for this. And we knew that, you know, Dolores and some other people around Europe were up for this. So we created Freedom Travel Alliance. It was born. Um, and in the midst of that deal coming together. Uh, Biden was elected and the FAA mandated the masks and the charter broker pulled back the contract and said, we can't be known as the anti-mask airline. We'll lose all of our other deals with football teams, basketball teams, um, and our regional routes into Brazil. So you're going to have to go find something else. And so from that day forward, we have pushed ourselves to work and find uh, other like-minded operators and brokers that are willing to honor and support are natural freedom travelers. And again, I did this out of a selfish, my my reasons were selfish for to protect my own family. What I'm finding is that at the benefit of my son's, what my fear was for my son, I'm helping my fellow man. That is so perfect that you have that awakening moment that you can do this. Because when you were describing it, it kind of reminded me that before this pandemic, I know, you know, traveling to the Philippines, sometimes they will tell us, oh, there's this inexpensive flight. I said, how do they do that? How do they get those inexpensive flights? And I remember they'll say, okay, you have to be ready within 48 hours. Just always be ready. You can only have certain luggage. And so that's what they do. It's like, you know, negotiate. So perfect, perfect. Yeah, there's a crowdfunding opportunity or flight share opportunity that we're providing. So Freedom Travel takes the risk. We operate right now inside of that private charter situation. So what we have been blessed to find are operators that understand the needs of our passengers. Our passengers can go inside of our members lounge and they can say, I'm looking for a charter from Germany, from the UK, from Portugal. And does anyone else want to go? And so that flight share crowdfunding opportunity sits still inside of the private domain because then we ask our members, pool the money, give it to us, 
And then we take the risk as Freedom Travel by booking the charter. And we sit outside of that part, what's called a part 121, which is like the Jet Blues, the British Airways, uh, the KLMs. They sell individual seats. When you do that, you are required to fly and travel differently. And what we decided to do as we ended and we closed 2021 was hire our own broker. She, We just announced it. We are putting it up on our members lounge right now. We introduced our members to her. Um, she has come from the broker world. So she knows the ins and outs. She understands. She has relationships with many amazing charter operators, which is super important. In addition to that, she decided let's create our own eyes on the sky, which means we spent the money to get the specific software that allows us to source the empty legs that you were just talking about. So there's also the opportunity to book a, a leg that some on someone else's uh, full round trip. So they, someone else went out into the public and they booked an A, point A to point B. And the positioning of that aircraft, or if it needs to move, gives us the opportunity to buy it, you know, to 40 to 60% less than cost because anything they sell above and beyond the already round trip that they charge somebody is gravy for them. So we get the benefit of those empty leg searches in-house. So if we know that one of our members is desperate to get out of Canada and they don't care where they go, they have, they're like, we need to get out in the next two weeks. We're done. We're ready to go. Our bags are packed and this is our budget. We can be eyes on the skies and keep looking for them. And we found an amazing deal from Canada to Copenhagen for a six-seater for like 3500 bucks. Those aren't typical, but we have some going from Teterboro in the midst of all of these flight cancellations over the holidays. We have the ability to get people moving using these empty legs as an opportunity um, for our members to take advantage. It's the starting point. It's not the ending point for us at Freedom Travel. It's where we started to get people going. Is there like a, with your study and co, you know working with other like individuals and organizations like the brokers and other airlines? So is there like differences in the rules in every country when it comes to <sighs> travel nowadays? Oh my gosh, I can tell you that this is one of the things that the membership dollars go to is that we are in there studying the changes the same way that they're changing how you can even move about your own state, your country, your town. Uh, it's the same thing in travel. One day you're hearing Fauci all last week. What was Fauci saying? Oh, everyone should be vaccinated for domestic travel inside the United States. Well, we should be looking at that as a real opportunity. They understand that that's what they need. However, last night we get the article that says the unjabbed pilots were being paid nine times the amount of their typical salary to pull these flights because mm -hmm. they're they're Yeah. And I confirmed that with two different pilots and two different commercial airlines. So every day, every minute, the rules change. Canada had something different two weeks ago than they do today. Um, Bosnia just came back and said, we're not requiring anything. Well, we saw the CDC change the quarantine guidelines, right? So for the United States from 10 to five days, every minute of every day, the travel changes. What hasn't changed is our desire as a human capacity. Our DNA is to have wanderlust, is to get out and move and explore. And then you think about what we're seeing from our Zuckerbergs that are saying, go AI for the entire thing, this metaverse. Don't go for a real life experience. We're going to problem solve the lockdowns by getting you to be you know, virtual everywhere. I'm saying, let's not do that. 
let's fly with each other. I mean, when's the last time you ever been on a flight with every single one of the passengers being like-minded like us? You're not worried about the zombie attack. You're not worried Mm -hmm. about the dirty look. You're not, you're actually going to network and move with people that are like-minded. And then that becomes, especially for our, what we're calling our freedom flights, our extraction flights, that becomes the next people that you're living with because you're all ended up in the same, the new country that you escaped to together. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for everything that you do. And uh, I'll pass it on to Steve. Where's mute? Oh, there's my mute button. (laughs) Wow. This is really cool. Uh, I've jotted down some things. So you're obviously aware and awake, which is uh, very refreshing. And I mean, to to start something like this from just an idea is quite incredible with your son's, uh, you know, uh, I guess the motivation and um, it's funny because you, I want to get into some of the flight stuff, but informed consent while we're on it, I, I would reckon you're pretty much an expert at that. So under this, does, does the bullshit emergency status preclude or does it mean that people don't have to get informed consent or is, is there, do they have a leg out? Or here's another question. Can I just say I want informed consent? before I take it. If like for someone is getting forced or, you know, we're, you know, you're going to have to take it. Okay. Well then give me, can they just say, give me informed consent? It's one of the biggest stop gaps that we recommend specifically inside of the travel world from the cleaning staff of hotels to the pilots flying these planes uh, on the first page in our about us over at freedom travel, you'll see further down the advocacy portal. We ask you guys to get connected that are looking for that, the quick, the stall, you know, cause it really, Steve, it's a stall. We're stalling people with asking them to ask their employer, can you, even answer these 15 questions. Dr. Henry Ely created a uh, 15 point questionnaire saying, ask your employer to answer these questions before What's, they- How do you spell it. his name? I'll drop it in the chat. I'll, okay. I'll grab his okay. info, Dr. Henry Ely. Um, and so um, that alone is something we give to all of those that are looking to fight back. We also have something called an ERG. So inside of that advocacy portal, we're creating and helping. Uh, we have a sample letter that we're willing that we give out freely to anyone that's looking to um, use that same anti-discrimination rhetoric that came out of 2020 and BLM uh, to say the same thing. If you're saying you can't discriminate based on status, race, religion, sex, um, health status should be one of those, and you know, is it the solve? No. But is it is it an eye-opening experience for the same um, committee that pulled together in the midst of BLM and, and that movement that said, we're not going to discriminate? Is it a kickback to the same people that are saying, my body, my choice? Yeah, this is a, a time that we need to have that, that open dialogue and debate of like where fear and freedoms begin and end. And I think informed consent is important. The best part about informed consent right now is that as you, most of us I know here, and probably most of your followers has seen those YouTubes or rumbles or quick clips of these women and moms just going to your local pharmacy going, hey, can I have the package insert for that? And the pharmacist is like, yeah, here's your take one of them. And you're like, no, actually, why don't you open it? Have you seen those where they open it and they're like, oh, oh, wait, you mean it's all blank? Because they are. 
they are blank inserts because they're not giving you the true informed consent. And the pharmacist either doesn't know or they refer back to go to the CDC website. Well, there's no information there. Why? Because who's the winner of the jab is still up for debate. So they're not allowed to give trade secrets out yet, except they expect you to unknowingly well, that's the... mainline something you don't know what's in it. Yeah, that's part of the charade. I mean, we changed the name of GMOs here in the state. I don't know if you saw that. That the lawful um, uh, GMO is now going to be called genetically engineered. They're not. They they need to like write it out so people understand what it means. Oh wow! That that's great. So you you can talk about what's going through your mouth, but what you're going to mainline. Yeah. No well, OSHA also. I mean, I don't. I want to stay on informed consent, but quickly I'll go to OSHA. Uh, I don't know before this whole. Uh, circus started. Um, they on their website stated oxygen intake, anything below 19%, anything is immediately dangerous to your health. That was in their documents. I don't know if it still is, but I think they no, changed it's something. It's gone. Okay, so they changed it. So we know that the math couldn't have changed. So I know when you put on a, uh, a diaper, that immediately your oxygen intake goes to 17%. Like in in five seconds, so so now you can't you, if you wanted now. to throw that in. What's there. that? Throw a high altitude into that mix. I know, I know. Wow, but and then going back to informed consent real quick. Uh, just so you know, there's a document from the NIH of March 2021 stating uh, three things: the people who are taking this are not getting informed consent. It's obscured deliberately. Uh, the people who are taking this uh, are susceptible to enhanced severe disease. This is a one pager. And it says uh, the people taking this are exposed to auto uh, to ADE, um, antibody dependent enhancement. Um, and do you think there's the so many other being told that when they're walking into a Walmart getting their free jab or their drive through? Yeah, I know, but even they probably wouldn't they would never I mean there's so many ways around it they would never they would they would gloss over it like it's nothing but uh Do you want a guy flying a 365 passenger airplane having that? The jet the no, there's, men that are in charge of your life traveling up in high altitude super stressful like the job's not stressful enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, the safety is not already an issue in aviation. Of, yeah. I mean, there's videos with uh, this lovely South African female doctor, uh, and she has been looking under a microscope at cell structures, and mm -hmm. she goes into what it looks like, what the blood looks like. I mean, I don't know, but that doesn't look like blood to me. So, right. So, that's what I was talking about that natural born human. Right. That is going to be the next protected class. And it should be because we are going to be uh, part of a uh, narrowed, carved out uh, species. Oh, wow. I like that. So that's pretty much saying your blood's not tainted. So on 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 a like you said, you can't discriminate me on just on just a health aspect. My health status, right. So that ERG, so Employee Resources Group, we're encouraging those that are trying to fight with inside the system because that's just okay. as important as building outside of it like we are, uh, giving them some tools to help slow 
the mechanisms of force down, and that would be one of them. Okay. Um, wow. Well, uh, I mean, there's also there was a there's a like a meme almost going around of pilots who you know like a some pilot magazine I guess where they have like a bit of an obituary page where where they just list pilots who passed and it shows like you know 2017 2018 20 like you know three pilots and then in 2021 I think it's like you know and then there's the whole athlete thing it mm -hmm. said that over 300 in one year over 300 coaches and athletes globally have um, you know. Of course, has nothing. There's nothing. There's no. There's no nothing. No. No one understands what's going on. It's just you know. So. No, it's too new to. But again, this the job is stressful enough um, because mm. of aviation safety, which no one ever wants. To I was being about. sarcastic, by the way. But, right, anyway. but I'm saying yeah. now you throw in a uh, experimental jab that what they can't you understand what we've done to our pilots specifically and the staff and the ground crew and the handlers that have to take it to save their job but then they can't respond and tell you something's wrong because then they'll be taken off of their job they'll be put yeah. on unpaid leave so well, i think one of the bigger tragedies is not only the physical injury but you're on your own I mean, they don't care that you don't have a penny. They don't care that you're shaking and you can't even walk, that you're in a wheelchair. I mean, the more the merrier. And, you know, and I mean, being on your own means this could destroy an entire family, just one injury, because it could cost X. And then the whole rodeo show, the, that the part of that charade is, oh, well, you're going to have to go to this specialist and that specialist. You're going to be in the circus of that hell. The system, yeah. I, I will yeah. tell you that we had about 5,000 pilots domestically reach out to us as soon as we launched and have continued to get more and more pilots internationally asking us, um, and jet and engineer mechanics. I had two actually from Ohio that I got connected with um, to catering support staff, baggage handlers, ground crew, all saying, are you hiring? because they've either chose to leave early, taken their retirement early because they saw the handwriting on the wall, or um, they're looking to leave because their deadline's upon them. And my goal for 2022 is to say, yes, I am hiring. We now have the jets. We crowdfunded them because that's what we're looking to launch and bought our own now because mm. it's time. It's time to move into the, we own the aircraft instead of leasing it because there are people that want to fly freely again without mandates. Yeah, well, you'll you'd never be at a shortage of pilots or 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 flight attendants. That's for sure. Right. I'm just curious are are you only in private airports? We are only in FBO, so a fixed base operations right now. Correct. Which puts you inside of again the private domain. We only fly members as well. So that flight share, the crowdfunding, all happens inside of the members' lounge. So you're not going to find mm -hmm. any details on our flights, and we have a ticker at the bottom of our website for last minute opportunities, those empty legs, but we're not public facing with it for um, intentionally. You get to fly differently when you're flying inside a private. There's no long TSA lines. There's no being treated like part of the cattle. Um, yeah. You're not going so where, to- So where are these, uh, the private airports, There's, there's, they're everywhere? Is that it? Or? They are most, yeah. So the best part about private airstrips is that they fly, they have different size aircrafts, which means that you don't need as much land to land them. And so yeah. you'll find there's more remote locations um, that are not in what called are called feeder hubs. So the major terminals like JFK, like Heathrow, are considered feeder hubs. Um, mm -hmm. So 
these FBOs are smaller and smaller outside of those um, main locations. And I believe that there's the benefit that we get to play inside of that because they are not inside of those matrix cities that have been doused and, and drowned with the narrative. They understand that their people that are coming in on a charter have spent more money to privately fly this way intentionally, where you get the benefit of being, have more anonymity. Um, we have the ability to take crypto as well inside of, and I know there's different feelings on that, but I will say mm -hmm. that one of the reasons we did that was because PayPal shut us down officially after a Forbes hit piece came out on us. Um, and they, they took us down officially in October and we mm. were expecting it because we've already been frozen by them one time. So we were ready. And inside of the crypto world, there is, um, more wealth acquired wealth that people are more willing to spend mm -hmm. because of the privacy coins and the decentralization that we're working inside. Um, so we are taking coins that don't have a KYC <clears throat> attached to them. Okay. So. Um, right now, do you have a specific number of planes and they're a specific size? So we work inside of every plane. So um, maybe if I pull up uh, and explain some of the, the, what does it look like to book a charter, I think might help everyone to understand. So if it's okay, I would love to share my screen um, and show people over at Freedom Travel Alliance, um, what does it look like? So hold on one second. Let me share my screen and I will show you. Um, I will show you what some of the typical costs are so everyone understands. So inside of um, Freedom Travel Alliance, you're going to come in. And once you're a member, you'll be able to log in over here. But you'll see that this is what we provide um, for booking a charter. So on average, this is what you can expect to pay for a small light jet. Mid-sized jet, long range. Again, this is a full, uh, you are booking it solely, you're ready to go. You have a different type of budget versus those empty leg crowd sharing, uh, crowdfunding flight sharing opportunities. And we have a form in here that we ask our, our members to fill out so we can make sure that we're catering to them. The best part about being able to um, showcase what we're doing is that we can fly in and out of anywhere, right? So if you are... Um, looking for something closer to your home and you don't want to travel two hours to the, the larger feeder hub, we're not going to go out of there anyway. We're going to find something that's closer to you. So these are a la carte when they can be if you have the budget. If you're saying, look, I just need to get me out of here flight. This is what my budget is and I'm willing to be ready at a moment's notice. Put me on an empty leg. Then you may have to travel a little bit further to grab one of a, that, that opportunity. Um, and we also have some helicopters that we're working with uh, as well to move people about from um, shorter term, shorter distances. And don't think we haven't stopped it. We've also stopped, looked at some catamarans. Oh, sorry, Steve, I think you're on mute again. So once you're a member, uh, you could you could raise your hand through the through the website and say, hey, I need to, you know, like. Yeah, okay. so we have our members lounge and inside of there we post trips, um, ones that we already have. And then those for those crowdsourcing funding saying, hey, does anyone want to get me out? We have one of our one of our own members um, who's also a team member looking mm. to do a uh, Italy to Florida. So she posted it in there and we got some traction. So again, that could be four people. That could be six people, depending on the range, the, the cost and the budget, mm. we could help move any size uh, uh, passengers and members about. And I'd reckon anywhere. your cost, your cost would come down as this gets. 
Right. So that's, that's again, the benefit of crowdsourcing any type of um, flight share is that you are not having one person solely responsible for the full fee. Um, the private jet flight is then spit, split between multiple passengers then then falling on one member. Um, and then you get to experience, like I said, that freedom flight on board with like-minded individuals where you're not seated next to somebody that you know, is going to look at you when you don't put your mask on in between sips, right? So you're not going to be wearing a mask. We're going to make sure that we're only putting you on flights that are allowing that. The operator is okay with that. And again, you're inside of the private, which puts you outside of different regulations. So let's just say private airport XYZ. Okay. I mean, are there going to be people there that are subject to different rules that you're subject to? Um. I'm not sure I understand the question, but I'm going meaning, to try. Meaning, I assume, okay, you don't need, you don't need, you know, the, the, the jab. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that airport specifically is no one needs it. Correct. So we're flying inside of the lawful legal areas. So again, we have innovative, lawful ways of moving people. The biggest question everyone was saying, how, how do you do it? How do you do it? Now, let's be clear. We're a membership organization. We stay in the private for a reason, because if I brought it yeah. to the public, they're going to take it down. So what yeah. we sit inside of is all inside of those exemption rules. And we use what we have in our toolkit, which we are acquiring more and more every day, different tools to stack the deck. So if you want to play this one card, if you want to use this type of um, uh, uh, paperwork that we have, we are going to show you all the tools. And based on what you're comfortable with, what you can stand and speak to, you get to use those. Inside of those fixed-based operations or the Uh, those smaller regional airports, there are different rules. Our extraction flights, our freedom flights have been into countries that do not have them, right? So Mexico, uh, Dominican Republic, um, so Copenhagen. So what are the rules when you travel back to one of the countries that have these right requirements? They're a lot different. There are many more loopholes we have to figure out. Um, We have moved people lawfully between the UK and Spain and back. Uh, one of our members did a beta test for us using some paperwork. We used um, some two different flights, uh, two different passengers traveled differently going back to the UK from Copenhagen, beta testing some of our paperwork, all lawful, all legal. Again, not trying to uh, be public facing with this. This is for our members use only because we want to be able to get our members moving in a way that we know that we have tried and made sure it's successful for them. But when you fly into the private, I don't know if everyone saw, like think about that that meme that went around with the de, the uh, Democrats out of Texas. Do you guys remember that? They left because they wanted they didn't want the vote to go through, so they just decided not to be in the state for 24 hours, and they went to Washington D.C. on a private flight. They were leaving because they didn't want to discuss COVID quarantine and masking policies. They were all unmasked on the plane. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, right. Yeah. So this is why we sit inside of that private domain specifically, because it it's it just puts you in a different uh, jurisdiction. Wow. Wow, that's good stuff. Well, it's nice to see that you're aware and awake. And uh, um, I mean, there's a lot of permutations and combinations that could or, that could develop. Uh, I hope, you know, for the benefit. benefit um, Absolutely. You know, so. I'm just curious, before I give you to Hartmut, um, in general, are, I guess airports are privately owned, private airports, right? 
No, a yeah. lot of them actually are governmental funded. So there's some private airports and FBOs that have only just the actual um, uh, operators that are there. But we have to remember that there's ones that are federally funded. Yeah. So it takes, this is again, the membership dollars go into the due diligence that we are constantly looking at what's safe to move our passengers, our like-minded travelers into and out of that. We know that there's not going to be any type of hiccups that we okay. can hope for. You know, we do as much due diligence and we have some FBO liaisons that we're looking to hire specifically to go and source and talk to these FBOs and say, and find out more about them so we can create these partnerships going forward. Okay, and then just real quick, um, so Fraudchi is attempting to, uh, you know, do this. You know, there's just it's ridiculousness on top of, and it's supposed to be because there has nothing to do with what we think it has to do with. Right. But I mean, but right now, uh, America, like if you are unjabbed and you want to fly to Italy or I guess a country that you can fly to unjabbed um, and come back into the United States, that's not a problem right now. You have to show a test in order okay. for you American citizens to travel abroad and then come back. Um, you have to show a test. The The biggest one that we all know and we laugh about here in the States, right, is that you can walk across the Ped Bridge for right now in Mexico uh, because <laughs> their borders are open. Um, so that's kind of ironic and hilarious. Uh, mm. But yeah, so you need a test in order to come back and we have some um, help. We can help with that. Interesting. All right. Great. Well, Interesting. Lawful, Very... I'll, I'll add that disclaimer in there again. Wow. I mean, you're a unique combination of, um, you know, uh, truth and freedom. So, you know, thanks. Good. I had to say I'll we're pass... all part of our memberships. Like it's because of the members that were here. Yeah. All right. Well, thank, thank you for your time. And here's Hartman. Susan, it's a real pleasure to have you again on the show. It's uh, nice to uh, see it's... you. Yeah, and uh, it's amazing what uh, what you have uh, reached because there's a, there was a little time gap between the last show and right now, and there's a huge difference between the situation right now. Uh, what I want to ask is, if it's a private membership association, something like that, is this only can this only be used on Americans or also international? Yeah. So we have over 60,000 members, over 61,000 um, subscribers and members in over 81 countries. We haven't done a domestic trip yet in the United States. All of our flights have been international for our international members. Um, I'm looking forward to some that are going to be leaving in February uh, from the States. We have an Austin, a Orlando, and a LA um, trips going to Mexico for the Anarchapoco Dollar Vigilante event that we've been asked and I'm honored to speak on the stage of. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, that's brilliant because, and if you, if you are so good informed concerning the international countries, do you have at the moment um, on your radar specific countries where, where you could say, okay, this is for example, a country which is, um, let's say, which, uh, which has a specific value for people who uh, have a specific mind? Yeah, so what we've done inside of our, uh, our efforts to inform consent, all of our members, is we've run three different seminars or webinars where Relocate Mexico, Relocate Costa Rica, and Relocate Panama. We have partnered with different relocation experts, um, side grid living creators, to people that have lived in these countries already, um, to people that are creators creating schools, uh, real estate agents, 
So we invite our members into these webinars, these Zoom calls, where they can come in and listen to the people that are currently living there or creating there um, and find more uh, out about that. I am an informed consent you know, patriot. I like to know if I'm about to move people that I know, love, and care for now as my members from Ireland to Mexico, what are they going to look at? What does it look like to get a visa? Um, what does it cost rent-wise? Everyone's saying these countries are free, but tell me what it looks like just to go to the grocery store. I like those questions answered. Um, it might also be my event planning perspective of like, you got to know all these questions. So we've successfully had some amazing people come in and run these classes for us, run these informational seminars for us so that our members really get a real day-to-day -day look at where they're going or looking to or interested in moving to prior to jumping on the plane and going. Um, so those are the ones that we've been asked to create, but we're open to Dominican Republic. Um, I'm open to all the different countries, specifically, like I said, Croatia. Uh, we have to talk to and hope to support uh, the next events that are coming out of Liberland. Um, Vic out of there is just amazing what he's doing from that perspective. Um, to uh, Bosnia, this most recently this week, I, I put my team on the task of let's get connected and ask inside of our membership base. We're always, I always believe that we're six people away from somebody we want to talk to. So how do I talk to the Bosnian president? Um, leading that charge of saying we're not going to do any of more of these draconian lockdowns. We don't believe in segment, uh, segregating our, our people. And they're looking for information of how to increase travelers. Well, we have the travelers. If you're willing to host us, let's talk. So nothing's off our radar, but the ones that are the freer countries are the ones we've honed in on because we have, like I said, these freedom flights, these evacu evacuations for members that want to get out of the countries they're stuck in. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I was interested in Paraguay, for example. And uh, the interesting thing is uh, uh, one specific character a country should have is they should have a young population because a young population has a high testosterone level. And if the government is making something wrong, then they get problems. This is very interesting to know. So if you have, if you have, a, a, if you have a population... Yeah, if you have a population with less testosterone, then you know that the government can do whatever they want to. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, in addition to creating this, this flight opportunity, this travel opportunity, whether, again, we've moved people on buses, we've moved people on um, 18-wheelers, ferries, planes. Um, what we've successfully flown are six flights. You know, we have successfully used six flights, or our members have. Um, but we've also moved people very creatively inside of the rules and regulations that are out there. In addition to that, though, is this network that we want to create inside of our tribe, right? We are the next creators. We're the next builders. We're going to save ourselves. So what does that look like? That meant we cre recreated and reimagined something called the Green Book. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. In the 60s here in the United States, a gentleman named Mr. Green created yeah. the Green Book, which was a guide for African-Americans to travel around the country safely. So where they could get gas safely, where they could stay, where they could eat, where they could go to the bathroom when they're doing these long road trips. And we took that and reimagined it and called the Freedom Travel Guide. And the goal of the Freedom Travel Guide is to be forward-facing. It's not behind any paywall. So any one of our subscribers or your, your followers right now can go on, log in. And again, we're in 81 countries. So you can find a business provider, a hotel, a car service, a dentist, uh, maybe a CPA inside of this Freedom Travel Guide. 
Our goal is to create this network of new patriot, freedom-minded families that are looking to work and spend together. So voting with your dollar, spending with your power is important to us. And that goes all the way from booking a charter to buying your, you know, buying off of this book provider instead of Amazon. We want to be able to create this closed network of, of like-minded humans that understand that all we have right now are each other. So yes, do I want you to not travel on BA and I want you to travel with us? Yes, of course. But do I also know that not everyone can afford a charter? Yes. So let's help. Uh, we can help you move commercially as well. But that also means that when you land where you are, please consider working with the nurses that are giving up, that have given up their profession to create wellness societies. Um, please work with the lawyers that have lost their ability to practice that are now looking for a more constitutionalist or quantum grammar people. We want to be able to promote as much as we're actually asking to protect. Well, that's brilliant. That's, uh, yeah, this is uh, to create a society within the society. That's brilliant. Right. To come to create it from inside. Yeah, I that's, just can't help myself. That's what it comes yeah. down to is what I've saw. Like, Harmi, we, we've, we've had this conversation a couple of times. We've been talking about crypto and how do we create our own and do we just use what we have? And I think the year that we've evolved um, has taught me that I can't wait for everybody. I can't wait for everybody. We are I went from being following pioneers in the medical freedom space to being one of them because we had our own email CRM shut down right after actually, after they shut down my Proton or my, pay my PayPal. We knew it was coming. We were down for an hour. I told my programmer and my designer, okay, launch it, launch it. They're like, oh, well, we still have some tweaks. I'm like, I don't care. We'll do the colors later. Just launch it, the damn thing. We're down an hour. So we launched it and we put out a newsletter to our entire CRM. For those people that don't know, it's an email management software. So how you can do big blast emails. So we have over 61,000 subscribers. So I wanted to let them know, ah, we got knocked down, but we got back up again. They're never going to take me down to quote Chumbawamba. Um, and here we are using crypto and credit card on, on our new platform, on our new software system, a third-party app. And within six hours and a 50% open rate of that newsletter, that's when our CRM went down. They're like, now you can't talk to your audience. So they are all in cahoots, right? Like the PayPal saying, shut them down. We say we have a solve for that. So now our, now our email provider's like, well, don't let them tell anybody about it. Well, what does that lead to? Me going out to our network saying, what do we got? Who can help me solve for this? Has anyone, has this happened to anyone and has, has anyone figured it out? I know different wellness places and different um, medical freedom fighters have been taken off their email, but then they just flip over to another same style email provider. No one's solved for this yet. We're solving for that in 2022. Um, you know, so when Proton Mail shut us down, everyone's like, Proton, Proton Mail is where everyone went to because it's supposed to be safe. No, no, no. It's encrypted. They didn't read my emails because if they read them, then what they know, what they accused us of, of being an unregulated travel agent, that's what their reasoning for shutting me down was. They got hit by the Canadian Better Business Bureau, and that's why they shut me down. I said, well, if you actually did read my emails, you would see that that's not what we are, and that's not what I'm registered as. However, they aren't safe. So who has solved for the email platform? Right. I put this out to all of us. We don't have to. I didn't open up my closet and find a cape that said, you're going to be the new travel person. I did it because I don't want my son to be discriminated against. I don't want him taken advantage of. And I needed an exit strategy. 
So we all need the exit strategy. So if your superhero power is being a great organizer, get people like Grace says into your living room. If your superhero power is creating information and sharing it widely, then get together with the data scientists that are going to go dig in the numbers and get you more information to share it with the world. If your superhero power is you're a loving family member, then reach out to those that have lost other family members uh, over this whole debacle and become, you know, pseudo families. I'm done with the 2021 motto of when is it going to end? People just need to stand up. Okay. We've seen protests because we all get to see the feed that they're not sharing. We've seen people start um, pushing back by serving limited liability and trying to do lawsuits or doing lawsuits. What we haven't seen enough is the makers. We have been born into a society of you order, you get, you use. Now it's time to create, build, and make together. So I encourage everyone, if that's one of you, get into our Freedom Travel Guide at the very least, subscribe, and stay connected because it is with us that we're going to see the change in the world and build out this parallel society. Well, in my opinion, we have to because um, today, on the 4th January 2020, in Russia today, um, com, uh, a, US, um, a U.S. company and the CEO of U.S. company One America uh, stated that uh, the death rate has increased 40% between, um, by the people who are between 18 and 64 years old in comparison to uh, the time before the pandemic. And this, is, and this is a very amazing figure because normally, for example, if you have, let's say, if you have a catastrophe, catastrophe event which, is, which comes only all 200 years, you have a death rate increase of ten percent. So this is the so this is the comparison, and this is written in RussiaToday.com. Yeah. And no one's talking about it. No one is talking about it, and and um, we have to and and it's very important to stay connected internationally because at the moment, and this is my personal opinion, at the moment, let's say in 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 America. You have free countries and free countries which are not so free. And and many people think, okay, I move to the other country and then it's okay. For example, let's say I, I travel to a Republican country and there's no mask, no mandate, nothing. Yeah. Uh, what the most people forget, for example, on uh, the Defense One um, website um, has posted an article in, on the 16th December that 96% of all U.S. Army soldiers are fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And this is something what the people have to keep in mind. What does this mean? If you don't have, if all the police people are vaccinated, if the soldiers are vaccinated, if the healthcare people are vaccinated, what does this mean for uh, the economy? What does this mean for a uh, very... We're seeing right now with the pilots. With the pilots, yeah. Yeah, so, so we have to take a look... Um, so we have to think globally and not nationally. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, this is this is very important, and um, and and also um, the problem is, and the one thing what you, what in the United States the, the the advantage of the United States at the moment is that in this whole structure of this pandemic. The United States Army is not involved so much like in Europe or in other countries. 
because it's um, Tom Lausner, the the, the co-author of uh, the book uh, Intensive um, Mafia. Into, uh, he wrote that um, that the head of all this is the German army. So it's a structured, it's a very structured situation, and so we have to we have to keep. We have to look which countries have, let's say, where which governments have a specific power, and where does the population has a specific power? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that also when you are moving to them, which is where that network build becomes important when you're flying and traveling to these other countries for a new life, you have to stay connected to make sure that you're safeguarding those freedoms that you ran to. Right. Yeah. So for those of us like myself, I moved to Florida for a couple of months and we're back and we're about to back to New Jersey and we're back to head back down there. Um, it was great to create in a free state. But, you know, from our ed, ed, education, advocacy and public policy um, for Urban Global, it is important that we stay just as active as I was here in New Jersey. It's just with a different flair. Right. There's no longer a fight. It's more about the build and safeguarding and shoring up our shores and making um sure that all of the people that are moving to these places stay connected and stay active. It doesn't mean that you're like out there of the paranoid fight stage, you know, that, that I said, you know, adrenal failure fades because you wake up every day with this whole like, oh my gosh, what's going to come at me today? Instead, it's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to be doing today to make sure that this never happens to me or my family again? And yes. you don't get to move to freedom and just sit and enjoy it. You should move to freedom and constantly protect it. Yes. You have to be, you have to be active, correct. And yeah. um, and um, I only want to stress also the seriousness again, uh, again concerning the, situ um, the the situation, because on the one hand, for example, you said many people go on demonstrations, and the people rise on the demonstration, and on the other hand, the um, uh, let's say the the measurements of the policemen get stronger and tougher. At yeah, the same look at time, the guards that came out with dogs. Yeah, in, in in the Netherlands, Amsterdam, yeah. they yeah. came with dogs without any cage. They That's they right. bite in hands, and uh, right. it's uh, and this is um, and this but is. We were all born for this. So what I say to those that are looking to travel outside, I get it, and I we're here to support it. But for those that are also looking to fly in and support it or stay and fight, um, I, I just want to really encourage everyone to realize that. Like you said, every 200 years, we're seeing this. Well, here we are. This is our moment. And what do you want to be written on your epitaph? I don't want it was I complied, so I died. This is about me providing my son the future I had, I wanted for him. This is me saying that I don't want to live the rest of my own life under the gun. So don't shy away from it. I understand yes. that the most sense of power that you're going to have is by taking control of what you determine you're going to stand up for and stand against um, and then go and support. I constantly say for Freedom Travel Alliance, like, again, we want to support you however we can. And we know that not everyone can afford a charter, but it does take a significant amount of energy for, for us to do the work we're doing. So that's where the joining as a member is crucial to our success. But you have to divest in everything that's tyrannical and invest in only things that are freedom, right? So you have to spend wisely your time as well as your money with those people and things 
that are like-minded with you, it's never been more critical that we all opt into freedom. And it's, um, it's, and it's very important to understand that also your platform is only a tool in question mark because um, uh, David Snowden described it precisely. He said, uh, the problem what we are facing right now is that we live a life in front of glass. We, we, have, uh, we, we are doing home office, so we got 24 hours a day the mainstream media besides doing our work. We are looking out of the windows, we are looking in the screen, and for this reason the, the life becomes artificial and abstract from the reality. And um, this, is very, this is a very dangerous situation because, uh, the, let's say, the result will come without really understanding it or without really uh, being emotionally connected to it because you, go, you don't go out anymore. That's right. So for this reason, it's very important to take this platform as, as, a, as a tool in order to connect with people in real life. That's right. That's right. So let us help you connect, like I said, from the Freedom Travel Guide um, to getting you into locations that are uh, more optimum for your family and your growth, <clears throat> all the way to we just finished and successfully completed our first eight-week course taught by two professors. It was a critical thinking in a time of COVID taught by Mark Crispin Miller and Rob Williams, both professors and doctors in their own right, one from NYU and one from Vermont University. Uh, and the goal for that was to create an online community that wanted to continue to learn and think critically about COVID, right? The subject that no one wants to talk about or teach. Well, as we go into 2022, we're creating a hybrid university. You're going to meet up, you're going to study together, and so those same people that want to continue their education or want to learn outside of the typical university are the people they're going to make together. And the power is that human to human interaction. So the metaverses can't stick around. The lack of togetherness can't stick around. We need to hold and host and, and get together and travel together and work together to create that human connection again that they've been so great at dumbing down and and turning the volume down on the, um, the let's say what i found out or what uh, i had a very interesting um, conversation with a professor of mathematics and um, and his son and he said and we discussed the situation that for example if a country made one recession is in one recession they can they can rebuild itself yeah but if uh, but if a country is in uh, has to go through two recessions in the same time. That's right. There's there's no there in there's no history case where the recession or where the come where the country could arise could arise oh, yeah. again. Yeah. And this is and this is a problem what I'm also facing um, with people. Um, for example, after nearly two years of this kind of of fight there are no means anymore and now the people say okay you have to prepare yourself buy food buy stuff buy buy gas engines buy all this stuff now people have no chance anymore i say the opposite i totally disagree i think that there's one in five of us that have done that so i just need to find the prepper that did it 
the network and community that we need to create is like, okay, well, I didn't buy, I have a generator. Well, okay, but I don't have a bag of rice in my basement. I have some pasta. So I need to find the community inside of my community that has that. And then we create our own small cells. I don't agree with everyone needing to be the prepper, actually, because we are so resilient and we have these shakes and people have powders and granola. Like we, we're in the 21st century. So the idea that we're not going to survive their cold winter is the, the fear that we're, our own movement can turn around and capitalize on. And I'm asking everyone to think critically inside of our own space of, do you think you could survive a month if you partner with five other families? And you guys figure it out. Who's got the water? Who's got the generator? Who's collecting the rainwater? Like we figure this out. We are amazing when we create. Think about the pyramids. Think about the airplanes, the cell phones that we're walking around with. When we create, we are amazing beings. So we just need to create the freedom cells that will work together to sustain us. Yes, I agree 100%. And it's, and, and it's all about, uh, many things is about the mindset. And, the, and we have also to consider that the media is, uh, let's say, is a psychological warfare. And uh, they play with our mindset. And um, there off. is, turn it off. Yeah, this is one thing. And uh, the other thing is, um, I read a book, but I, but I forgot the, but I forgot the author at the moment. Um, I have it, <laughs> I have it five meters away. Um, it's about a navy. It's from a navy seal in order to get us, in order to get a strong mind. And and the interesting thing is, um, in this book, he he explained a very nice in this chapter two he explained a very nice situation he has he has established um a specific camp for civilians as an ex-navy seal and uh, after 49 hours of hard work and normally let's say 15 20 minutes to to close the training for the day they said okay come on now we push them again and they said okay now we and they they told the trainees okay um I will, we will train you now three, three hours, very tough. Yeah. And no, there is no ending at six o'clock. We will train you until let's say 10 o'clock in the evening, for example. Yeah. Okay. And the interesting thing was that she said, one guy gave up the complete course after getting this information. And then they made some training for 50 minutes and they closed the training at six o'clock. And this is very interesting to understand, so that the information you get doesn't need to have anything to do with the reality. And only by the information they try to give you, uh, that you give up. Right. So that's the same. I would say keeping it coming back to travel, I will say that's the same thing. We have a lot of people that are looking to travel that are saying, I'm on a lot of threads in, for Intel purposes that are using commercial means to travel that they're like, no one's checking. I'm not seeing that. I haven't, I wasn't even asked. So they're the idea that you cannot move if you're Australian, you cannot move if you're Canadian. And then when you hear from actual people that are like, screw it, I'm going for it. And they're in there and it worked for them. It doesn't work for everybody. I've had some people get turned away at the borders in Canada. Um, but you're finding out to your point that it's the, the reality is when you go and test it. So now you have to have yes. this human to human interaction with someone on the other side that's going to have to tell you no. And the yes. question is, are they the person that 
are they really believing the narrative they're telling to that they have to, you know, push out? Or are they just going, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, you're flashing me some kind of paper. Go ahead, bye bye. Go ahead, get on that plane. Or, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Are they done with the narrative themselves and they're just now the enforcers, even though they don't want to be? But if you turn on all of our Mockingbird channels, the Omicron's killing everyone. Do not leave. It's because you decided to go and celebrate New Year's. Now everyone in the world is dying and all the children are as well. And I can't believe the college kids are so, so rude um, that they've gone out and they partied. So, you know, turn it off is number one. Tune in to those that are doing something and get back to basics of human to human interaction and understand that there's no more time for fear. This is the time yes. for action. Hope, love, and action was one of the strategies and one of the um, campaigns we ran over at Urban Global. Here at Freedom Travel, we're running Go With Freedom. The more you go, the more you grow. The more you go to your friend's house, the more you go to the market, the more you get out in fresh air, the more that you're traveling, the more that you're moving. The more you go, the more you grow. And go with freedom because you own it. You've been empowered. Yeah, I 100% agree. Brilliant. It was, thank you so much, I pass it to, to Grace. It was really beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I'm celebrating everything that you have shared, Susan, and of course, uh, with Steve and uh, Hartmut. I have two questions here from a viewer. Yeah. One question is, in your opinion, is what is the best place or places to relocate and easiest to go to get to? Oh, well, you know, none of those answers are easy. And what I will say is the last time I trusted somebody with something as important as my life or my son's life, I regretted it. I lived to regret it. So again, informed consent is you guys coming in as members and hearing the opportunity that fits for you. So Mexico, Costa Rica, Panama, Florida, Texas, um, Copenhagen uh, are different places that we've explored for people. I don't know what's going to work for everyone. And I don't know how long it's going to work for everyone. Because again, they change minute by minute. Two weeks ago, Canada had a different rule on how you can travel privately. And now that's different again this week. So there is no hard and fast, this is where everyone should go. And I go back to Harmut's point of, if you're in your location, should you be traveling outside of that? Should you stay and fight? I ask all the Australians, why? Are, it's like the Titanic. Like you're literally rearranging the deck chairs in a country that's going to sink. So I would get out of Australia. But then there's a lot of freedom fighters that are sticking to it because they're countrymen. So that answer is not simple. And again, it's something that I encourage, which is why we create these opportunities of webinars to say, hey, we want to learn more about, I don't know, India. We want to learn more about Portugal. Okay, we'll go find the people. We have that reach that I can get the experts in that are going to give you that information you require. So you're not having to go do the digging. That's what your membership dollars do. We create those opportunities for you to learn, explore, and travel with people. We have people that are going to Bulgaria. Um, a couple members are actually going to Bulgaria, creating trust, and they're moving there. Um, one of them from Australia. I wouldn't have chosen Bulgaria because I wouldn't have thought to look there, but, but that's because I'm a New Jerseyan. So what the heck do I know about Bulgaria, right? I, I'm some mom from Jersey. I will tell you, we are here to take those, those questions and say, okay, can, with this is a, I need warm, I need mountains, I need beach, I need, you know, whatever your needs are, we'll help you find that location and we'll get you connected to the experts and the network, because this is about us building the society together. 
And the second question is, are you working on your own security force? Am I working on my own what? Security force. Oh, you know, it's funny. Um, my, uh, and he's still here. My brother actually owns a private security company. And so he is very, he spent some time with me, um, since my father passed away and we've spent the holidays together getting to hear me do all of these calls and things like that. Um, we have done some, um, extractions with security specifically in different locations. If you go on our freedom talks, you'll see some of those things that we've talked about for people. Um, yeah, I think we're going to need to, obviously we're going to need to start sharing those things up, but the reason why I hesitate on that is because everything we're doing is sitting inside that lawful arena right now. Now, everyone's going to say, oh, how can you say build a parallel society? And if you're still playing or placating to some of their rules, because I'm not trying to get a shot out of the sky. That's the simple answer. The long term answer is we have to build this. I'm a year in the making. And we have to continue to onboard and bring like-minded members, like-minded experts that are going to say from the aviation specialists to the aviation lawyers, to the trucking capacity companies that are going to say, look, we're with you. And this is how we want to renegotiate. This is how we want to mash up Frankenstein, mold, rebuild, melt down and recreate, put it to fire and come out of the Phoenix. So there are um, creative ways that we're operating currently inside that don't require the need for security that way, because I want to make sure a mom like myself, I'm looking at each one of you like I would myself, my a mother with a son and a husband that's trying to travel safely. So I take that very seriously. So at this moment, no, but I'm not putting it off to too much longer and too much further. I see that we have a question about joining. Joining is not free. Um, while I would love to say that uh, I wish I could do this for free, because I do, and I do a lot of it, I give a lot of myself into it and away for free. I have 11 um, people that are in our team that are consultants that are working with us, that are giving their superhero powers from membership services to data analytics to, like I said, aviation Um the, the aviation pieces. Uh, we just hired our own broker. We're paying for the software. So it's between $100 to $500 is the membership fee for the year. And that does not get you a plane ticket. So let's be very clear. We've had some people going, what did I buy? Well, let me know the last place you got a $100 ticket that's letting you travel freely and like a human again. Um, that membership, those membership dollars are what we use to fund this project. And that means from the website development to, like I said, the software, our 11 consultants, as well as constantly being on the phone, trying to create the avenues for transportation. And that doesn't just stop with you. That goes into problem solving for the next big, as, as Herm, uh, you know, hinted to, that solution for our, our, our creativity of being able to move um, cargo. We know that they're going to try and stop our art, right? We know it. Everyone's seeing those shipping containers out in California that have been stuck. So the next is you're not going to be able to shop. It's happening in Germany, right? I know that one of our members, one of our team members, Stacy, if you watch her live on our Freedom Talks page, she described what it looked like to live inside of Berlin. Signs saying unvaccinated, unwelcome. Uh, inside of the shopping centers, inside of the pharmacies. So it's coming to a city near you. And our goal is to solve for that, the, the supply chain issue. And most of people don't know inside of the larger 
airplanes like Delta and KLM, they started that way. They ran cargo in the belly of the airplane to bring down the price of the per passenger. Our goal is going to get there. In the midst of that, our hope is that we're going to be able to find those people that are selling cattle, people that are selling milk, um, and we create that closed network of people that used to drive for Uber and can't stand Uber, don't want to drive like that. Maybe they become a trucker with us. Um, so that joining membership dollars are something that are critical to show the world that we are not the silent minority. We are the censored majority. Thank you. And then another question, is there a talk of starting communities of like-minded people for living together? We have that side grid living, I call them. Um, we have that. Uh, two of our advisors are on the Gold Coast um, home and they're a part of our Mexico trip. They're breaking ground this month in Mexico, uh, creating self-sustaining, ecologically friendly environments. And again, run by the community. Um, our goal is to find, we also have a woman that did our Costa Rica. She's starting her own school. She left La Montauk, Long Island and has been there for about a year and a half now and is starting her own school for like-minded families uh, because she found even inside of Costa Rica that there were masking children in schools. So she decided to just to create and open up her own for her own family. Yes, 100% to, to create and that close-knit group. And that's where that member's lounge is something that we ask everyone to come in. Introduce yourself. Tell us what your passion is. Tell us where you're looking to live and get together. If you're one of those families that are saying, look, Let's kick it old school and let's buy a whole street. Let's let's go into the resale market and find five houses instead of trying to maybe build our own. This is, uh, I, I don't think there's any right way to figure this out. This is a new Jenga great way of what building blocks we can put together to solve for our issues that we're amongst and seeing right now. It's so beautiful. I say, say I'm so excited, super excited. A little bit, I kind of remember how it is to be a member of the triple A, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, that you get connected to yep. the hotel. Right. And a little bit, I it seems I remember when you have that travel book when that's right before the internet was popular. I used that's to right. You got a big old white book, and the, you get the best uh, deals or best um, tips and best tips to enjoy your travel the way and create your own travel. So, and and so to our viewers, you know, to our followers, and most of you have heard the, the, the slogan or the quotation problem, reaction, solution. So now the solution is go for freedom, go for freedom. And as we all know, we've been lied to, not just this year, not just in the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years even before we were born. So now everything is coming out. So now we have to really empower to get educated and start claiming what, you know, what we need to do. And on the, the last few nights, I had a dinner with um, uh, a like-minded dentist and she's connected already to two, uh, They said she said very wealthy people, but very freedom lover. And so they're inviting us also to have a conversation because they're asking us, so where do you want to go, Grace? I said, well, let's see. We haven't finally chosen. I said, well, we have some offer. So, this, <laughs> And she said, okay, we need a nurse. We need a dentist. We need this. So that's how we... Rebuilding the communities. That's right. Thinking about how they do it in Amish countries, yeah. the, you know, the Hasidic Jews, the yeah. Mormons, um, inside the Mayans. I mean, they, everyone had their own job inside the village. 
So and now we know this is what we're doing. We know someone who, who went to the Dominican Republic recently to just check a property because mm -hmm. that's the same thing. She's trying to see how that could Exploratory missions. All right. And so thank you for everything. And since you mentioned, and this is my last comment, is since you mentioned about creating your university and there are really universities, I want to share the university that I'm connected and they it's the Bioregenesis University. And this is founded last year. And a little bit I shared to you about yeah. what I'm learning. And this I want to share and the vow to source. The vow to source is what the Eternals through the university, through Dr. Jerduhenyor, he's been saying this, encouraging us to say this before the beginning of, of the any event. And I know this is the ending of our podcast. Nevertheless, I feel strongly that I want to share it. And it's called The Vow to Source. It says, by the love of eternal source, I am. By the truth of eternal source, I stand. By the power of eternal source, I fly. By the way of eternal source, go I. By the grace of eternal source, I now sanctify and renew this gathering and decree this gathering, podcast, our lives, our courses, our all our family and beings as under the divine protectorate of the eternal life, original founders, races. In the name of eternal source, consciousness, field and first eternal life creation ta asia inta due ta asia inta due ta asia inta due that is the anu hazi language that means is spoken as it is stated so it is done thank you and thank you. happy new year happy new year everyone do you have any few words few statement and invitation go for it uh, I invite everyone to become a member, join us in this freedom flight, getting back to our right to move about the world unencumbered and uh, without discrimination. It's inside of everyone's passport and the way we do it is together. Let's build the solution together over at Freedom Travel Alliance, become a member, become a subscriber and join us on this journey to reclaiming our right to move like a human again. Superhuman. <laughs> Love it. Thanks. And we will upload this live stream at Quantum Nurse Bitchute and and Rumble, and then of course I'll send a copy to for Freedom Travel Alliance and Urban Global, and they I, I give um, you know permission for anyone who would like to have a copy. And yes, please reach out if you have any more questions. Please reach out to me to Susan and FreedomTravelAlliance.com. Okay, so. Thank you and have a good day, evening, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you.